Hi there, this is Shen, the producer. Uh, we recorded this episode over Zoom. 90% of the audio is fine. There's a 10% little chunk on Steve's audio that's less than fine. So I'm apologizing. Sorry. Uh, but the rest of the episode's great. Yo, okay, okay. Yo, okay, okay. Yo, yo, yo. Okay, I'm coming live direct from BK. I'm bringing back to the rhythm. Kind of like a DJ. I say like two talk. Talk like I'm too when I come through, got the new phone, new car, new old news. I'm chilling that old news. I'm chilling that old news, and I'm doing it so well. I'm at the dang crib, and I'm making them spells and then potions coming through, coming coast to coasting. And I slam dunk, smoke weed like a skunk. No, I ain't no fucking punk. Got the SB dunks with the new laces. Yeah, you so basic. Yeah, I'm killing shit. Yeah, I didn't make the playlist. I'm not Spotify or the Apple dang music, don't come to use it, I might use it, yeah I do the fusion dang like gold tongues, yeah I'm booming and it's coming straight out the trunk, and I'm whipping on the road next to princess like I'm told, and it's coming from the soul, yeah your boy got the gold, like he played up in Denver, yeah I'm getting buckets, smoking all the weed, the size of a nugget, fuck it, I'm back, kinda like Sam Bucket, yo Sam slow it down, turn the beat off, trust it. Cause we gotta start the show as DJT just hit you with the flow. Come on. It's the infinite playlist, guys. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm with my lovely best friends, Sylvie Wang and Dylan Diallo. You guys looking like Arthas. How are you guys doing? Good. Thank you. Hey this Steve. Is so flattering. You look yeah. really good too, Steve, as always. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I had um I had some coconut milk today. That shit was popping. Wow. That's why you're glowing. Yeah. That glow. That's <laughs> thank amazing. You. Thank you, thank you. But today, guys, today, we have a big guest. This guest, this guest is very talented, you feel me? Comedian, I'm very excited. Comedian, musician, feel me, bartender, DJ, like with the the vinyls. I seen our guests spinning vinyls, flip it. You did what I'm saying? That's a lot of talent. You probably seen our guest's lovely work on Pitchfork TV. If you was ever on the road and you got good taste in music, you see our guests open up for none other than one of my favorite musicians, Alex Cameron. And they have a paranormal podcast called Ghosts to Show You. Please give it up for our lovely <laughs> guest today, Emily Panic. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How did you pronounce my podcast? Is, is, is It's not Ghosts to Show You or is it Ghosts to Show to You? Did I say it Ghost, ghosts to show you, but I liked the way you said it. It's also really <laughs> hard to say ghost, ghosts to show you. It doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> ghosts to show you. Ghosts I'm to all, show you. I'm all about ghosts. I remember ghosts. when I believed in ghosts when I was kids and everyone's like, yo, Steve, you're wildin'. I'm like, awesome, I'm Haitian, so it makes sense. You know I mean? <laughs> you're like, awesome, you guys are going to be fucked when you aren't prepared I felt to encounter a the, spirit. The ghost renaissance. <laughs> I felt so bad yeah. when he was DJing. One time, guys, she was DJing, and I was trying to have a conversation with her, and I'm like, yo, she really got to, like, lift this shit <laughs> to the next thing. I'm like, I'm a That's, right No, now. that always <laughs> is the problem with DJing. It's like, it's like a way of being social without being social. Um, and so I like it for the introverted way that you can sort of, like, create a vibe but be detached from it. And so, yeah, it, it is hard also to yeah. to socialize when you have to, like, move and, you know, it's not p- right. pushing a button. No, definitely. Do you, 
do you ever get song requests? Like, do people ever come up to you, like, requesting songs? Or would that be Oh, like my God, of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I don't... I don't DJ too much. I mean, I, I don't do anything anymore. Um, right. in the, <laughs> nice. The new normal is that I don't You're do anything. You're not DJing big, big uh, shows right now. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, people used to, yeah, people used to ask me. But what I appreciated was like, because I frequently would DJ a lot of like 70s stuff and people would be like, listen, this is actually, you know, this is 70s. This is like in line with what you're spinning. And I'd be like, okay, like you tried, but you know, not somebody just being like, can you put on Drake? <laughs> like, so it's like, it's, it's like vinyl. Like, so they, that would mean like they're expecting you to have like a whole, I don't album. have Drake on vinyl. But what if I did? Yeah. <laughs> the craziest thing is we asked you for some songs today. We asked you for a playlist and we're about that to hear crazy. the first song on your playlist. Wild. Definitely wild. Oh! Whoa. Oh, wait, you guys don't what? know what the playlist is. No, yeah, no you don't. Oh, I love that. But that now I'm excited as hell. That's why we turned it to Shad. Because I'm the first one that's the first one Okay, so obviously you guys are familiar with Julio's classic hit, hit song. Amish from the Dangerous Mind soundtrack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. from the Dangerous Mind soundtrack. Yes, yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, that's I was like, we we should confirm that. Yep. So, um, uh, why does this song resonate with you? Okay, so I, you know, basically you were like. Uh, make a playlist of songs that I don't know represent your life or different periods in your life. So the Coolio song, I want to say, was probably the first cool song that I ever got into. Like, I have a, actually a very vivid memory of going into New York because I grew up in Jersey, went into New York City with my dad, and we went to like probably the Virgin Megastore in <laughs> Union Square, and they had all the Shout out Virgin Megastore, yeah. Mega RIP. <laughs> Uh, like everything in New York. Um, <laughs> but they had like the listening stations, you know, you could like walk up and they had the CD and you press play and you listen. And I just randomly went up and listened to that song. And I was like, this is fucking sick. I mean, yeah. I think I forget what year it came out, like 90. I, I was probably eight? six years old. Yeah. Six, yeah. eight, seven. Something like that. Um, I just, I know it from like, like, I like, you know about like Weird Al's version? Yeah. Yeah. Amish yeah. Paradise. Oh, he, Weird Al had an Amish Paradise? Yeah, it's so good, dude. Oh, uh, I don't even know Weird Al because the, um, the, the Riding Dirty joint, the White and Nerdy. I didn't yeah, know he did yeah. um, Oh, okay. Wait, Emily, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, though. You want to, did you? No, no. I mean, the end of the memory is just that I heard that song and I was like, this is amazing. And my dad was like, yeah, I actually have that CD because my dad used to be a wedding DJ. Um, that was like his side hustle wow. when I was growing up. Yeah. It's so in we also, uh, it's in the family. <laughs> well, Steve, when you saw me DJ, was my dad with me? Because we DJ together sometimes in Brooklyn. You, he no. was not. He was not. Okay. Oh, that's that's really sweet. sick. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm yeah, really that's cool with my dad. One, yeah. one day when I have a son or a daughter, I, I want them to be a beatboxer. <laughs> and then I'm going to beatbox with them at shows. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I, that's cool. I love that for you. Thank you. You, you guys remember Keenan and Kel when, when Coolio rapped the theme song? Yes. Yes. Dude, 
the nineties the Nickelodeon was, theme songs were like unreal. We had, yeah. Like the all that theme song who it wasn't yeah, the TLC. Yeah, yeah. SUV. 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 With like yeah. Lisa. Lisa Left Eye Lopez was like on it. It was unreal, yeah. man. Yeah, that shit was fire. That's just sounded cool your one That's time. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, so my dad had that CD, and I would listen to it all the time, but I was not allowed to see the movie Dangerous Minds. Like in my, yeah. I was like, okay, so obviously the movie is going to be awesome because I love this song. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, that's rated R. You can't see that. <laughs> but I was like obsessed with the movie, even though I never, I've still to this day never seen Dangerous Minds. Dude, honestly, neither have I. And like, <laughs> I, I like really, like I was thinking when you were telling the story, I was like, I should watch this tonight. Yeah. It's well, it's like one. the classic like white lady goes yeah, to the hood and, yeah, and then yeah, like the students her. teach her. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Shit. I don't think yeah. anyone's seen the movie. I think we've all just seen like the just, trailer and yeah. therefore like know the Incredible song. Bob haircut uh, yeah, on Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer in that yeah. movie. That's all yeah. I know. In my school, it, they like on a like on a day when the teachers like I'm not teaching, they would just play that movie. That or Freedom Riders. Really? Which is like, oh, yeah. which is like the same, yeah. <laughs> same for, shit. Uh, yeah. For us, it was. They rat were like. Race. <laughs> I think. Well, I think like, I would. Next school showed Gattaca with Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, with Rowan Atkinson, they would play Rat Race. It's back in the news recently. Sometimes yeah. they would play Rat Race in Spanish, and it was like, yeah. what's going on? Isn't it interesting that probably all those teachers that we had were just hungover, and that's why we're watching these movies? Absolutely. That's why we were, like, exposed to them? I think my teachers were just, like, old, and they were over it. They were, like, the teachers that would play those movies were not young, cool teachers. They were were just like, fuck it, like, I've got my, yes, exactly, I've got my pension. Yeah, yeah, they weren't Michelle Pfeiffer in Dangerous (laughs) Minds. They weren't. God, I wish, no. (laughs) You know, you know, you know, it's about to be a good wish that's about to be granted. Champagne, the next song. Perfect transition. Can we try? I try. Remain seated, please. Oh. Do you guys know what this is yet? So that this was like, sorry, I was just saying this was when like ska was kind of like, or like the sound was bigger yeah. in this period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no doubt started as like a ska band. Yeah. The yeah, first yeah. record was really ska. So that's from Tragic Kingdom, which was like their breakout record, I think, their breakout mm-hmm. album. But that song was not a single. That was the song Tragic Kingdom. Um, which is the last track on the album, and it's just like very theatrical. I, I mean, I listened to that album like front to back constantly. Yeah. That was more of like the early teens. Mm-hmm. I, you guys I weren't, say, weren't no doubt people. You, you saying that no doubt was started as a ska band just cleared up like a lot of like image. <laughs> it's just like like there like there was something missing in my brain because in two thousand like one I was like listening to ska. And I like listen to No Doubt, and I'm like, that's not the same band, is it? But like, yeah. that helps. You just yeah. made a bridge for me. Um, nice. How do, you, how do you guys feel about uh, Gwen Stefani just like getting married to Blake Shelton? And sort of like, I feel like she's not like it's like uh, her identity isn't similar to like what she was when she came out. I mean, we all change in the course of 20 years. Hey, but it's hey, let, like she's very religious now. I, I just think it's interesting. 
Yeah, that, that's my son Gwen. You feel me? She gave me I love mean, Angel Music, baby. She can rock. <laughs> I have I have a lot of feelings about Gwen Stefani. I think. Well, one thing is that there is an a uh, uh, there is a an article that someone wrote that was basically like Gwen Stefani was never a fem- feminist. Like we all kind of projected that onto mm-hmm. her because she was this very prominent, you know, kind of badass chick. We projected right. that on her, but. If you look through all of her old interviews, she's not. She doesn't, she, you know, says that she doesn't identify as a feminist. She talks about wanting to settle down and get married. Mm -hmm. So it all was kind of like, all that writing was sort of on the wall. I mean, I don't, that doesn't necessarily like make her bad, even though now she, she is this kind of weird, like, like I watch The Voice. I don't know if you guys watch The Voice. Okay. Um, It's a guilty pleasure show. And she's a current uh, judge on that show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing, especially the blind auditions where somebody yeah. sings and you can't see them. And they, t- I love that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. She's just like become totally the most mainstream, like, pro- you know, she's got a lot right. of injections in her face. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think it takes away from how cool she was. Yeah. yeah that's a yeah. fact. That's a fact. That's yeah. A fact. Like, her early music look- was very good. Yeah. And she always looked like she could beat the shit out of me. Like, always. Yeah. That's yeah, like, she's, like, like, on stage. she's, like, tough looking, yeah. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't fuck with Gwen yeah. Stefani. Yeah. Shout out my song no. one time. Sweet Escape, that shit still slap. You feel me? Come I on. still really like Cool. I, I, cool? I really like cool? Oh, oh, yeah, Cool. She bodied yeah. that. She bodied that. Yeah. She bodied that. She bodied that. You know, you know what else is about to get bodied? <laughs> the next track on Emily's playlist. <laughs> yeah, we're fucking moving at a club. Do you guys know who it is? I don't. I don't. Um, That's the Bouncing Souls. They are a Jersey pop punk band. And uh, that brings us into my like high school years. Like no doubt was like middle school. Mm -hmm. And in high school was when I started dressing, you know, super punk. And I had like my plaid pants and I cut up all of my clothes, safety Uh pins and everything. A lot of Emily the Strange shirts. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, hell yeah! That's the way. That was the way. You guys know that girl, right? Yeah, that was the way. That was the way. That was the way. And I was that girl, and that uh, little yeah. girl was me. Wait, Emily, where, where in New Jersey are you from? Montclair. All right, word. I'm from like oh. South Brunswick. Like, well, okay. In Jersey right now. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, I'm in. I'm in Monroe right now. Yeah, cool. I don't crazy. know where Monroe is actually, but it's cool. Jersey is. Well, I don't know where Europe is. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fine. But the, um, um, why are you why are you going through this phase where you ever like in a punk band? Yes. Oh hell so, yeah, hell uh, yeah. Yeah, this is yeah, so this was the punk phase. Me and my like girlfriends, I had two well, so I was in an all girl punk band called Johnny Panic, which is where my name comes from, Emily Panic. It's from my high school punk band that I That's fronted awesome. and played bass in. And we would go to, you know, punk shows and like, I'm trying to think now the venue, of course, is going to escape me in South Jersey, but it would be like my friend's mom would drive us there 
go sit in a diner for a couple hours while we were like, mm-hmm. you know, getting shoved around at fucking sweaty punk shows. And then she would pick us up and like, we went to the stone pony sometimes. I was just going to ask, did you ever go to the stone pony? Cause that's the um, only venue I've been to in Jersey, <laughs> me and my friends uh, cut class and we went to a concert and we took like the train and like went to a concert to Asbury park. And it was yeah. just yeah. Like, abandoned. It was just like an abandoned beach town at that point. I think yeah. it's been like, I mean, rent- it's kind of, yeah, it's it's yeah, it kind of looked like that. But yeah, I think yeah. it's maybe coming back. I don't know. Asbury Park is an interesting place. It, yeah, they, it they've was been like weird. Building it, they've been building it up for the past like 15 years. I think it's back. It's like it's a it's a happening place now. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't been there, but I've heard some things. I've heard it's happening. I've heard wow. good things. I mean, it's <laughs> by the beach. It's got yeah, it has yeah like a- they film some iconic soprano scenes there. I was, I was just going to say The dream sequence. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Dude, with pussy and the, the fish. Yeah. Oh my God. That episode is yeah. insane. That episode it is insane. insane. Yeah. All the dreams are wild. Do, Emily, I love the dream still, sequences. Yeah. Do, do you still talk to anyone from the band or is this kind of just all the Yes, songs? no, they're, they're two of my oldest best friends. Um, <sighs> one, of, one of them was my roommate throughout college and... Um, the other one lives in, well, she, she did live in Greenpoint, but they were both at my wedding a f- couple years ago. Like, I oh still talk to them pretty regularly, yeah. That's the other panics. Uh, the other panics. Dude, I love that. I love that you call everybody, <laughs> that you guys all call each other the panic still. Yeah, yeah it's like Emily panic, Danny panic, Alex panic, which is huh. also, you know, a classic punk thing that you do, the Ramones, yes. you know, for yeah. instance. That's so good. <laughs> Except yeah. I'm the only one who's 33 and still calls myself, like, panic so so you're the only one that's still like cool as hell that's right (laughs) yeah they all sold out but not me yeah they're all like like bankers now like they're yeah Yeah. they've got kids um one of them no i'm I'm just kidting they're lovely they're little panics panics. they have little panics now yeah wow yeah i definitely gotta do a reunion tour once the world becomes a better place one time i know we played you Battle of the Bands. Epic. We played an epic Battle of the Bands. Made the front page of the paper. Not a big deal. Whoa! Oh, yeah. oh, times. I feel that's embarrassed true. for feeling like that's a big deal. I'm saying. I, I don't, because it is. It is a big deal. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you said big, that's not a big, big deal. Ass, that's a big ass deal. That's a big ass deal. I mean, I, I was okay. I was being coy. I was trying to play it cool. But oh, okay. No, okay. it's huge. It's no, huge. Me. Yeah. It's massive. No need to play cool here. None of us are cool. Yeah, I'm not cool. Uh, it's probably yeah. Shem is probably the coolest one here. Shem, Shem yeah, is, Shem is cool. cool. Yeah, he's British. He's British, yeah. and he's gonna be so he's gonna be so cool that he's about to play the next joint. You Holy feel me? Shit. <laughs> Okay, sing it. You guys know the lyrics. I'm just embarrassed of my voice. That's Wolf Parade. You are a runner, and I am my father's son. Uh, 
Yeah, so that song, I feel like that song sort of bridges from like the end of high school to college for me. But all these songs, well, not all of them, but maybe all of them are songs that like I definitely listened to on headphones and like had a moment and have some like stupid memory. That one, I I was walking home from my high school boyfriend's house who was like 21 when I was 17. And uh, I was like walking home in the rain and I listened to that whole record on headphones and I was just like, this shit doesn't sound like anything I've listened to before. It's amazing. And it's like, you know how sometimes you feel like what you're listening to on headphones is soundtracking what's happening to you. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of felt like that. Like, yeah. yeah, Yeah. So that's, that's that song for me. There there should be a word for that. When like the music syncs up to like this, like it becomes the soundtrack of your life in that moment. Yeah. That's like one of those things that you read on the internet where you're like, oh, like there's like a German word for this, but like, yeah, I'm sure there's a word for it in another language. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, that's that's the best feeling or hearing like a really great album for the first time. If they put that feeling in like a little pill, I would like definitely overdose on it. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that album is like that for me, that whole album, but I picked that song because that's the opening song. And that's the first song that, so that was the first song that like grabbed me. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Dude, like, I'm going to walk the long way home. <laughs> did you say, yeah, did you say it was raining while you were walking home? I think it was raining. That's yeah. epic as hell. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, really I don't think it was like pouring to the point of me being like, all right, this is actually uncomfortable. And I, you know, <laughs> yeah. I need to run home. I think it was probably just like rainish rainy but not enough that i wasn't gonna walk anyway yeah, yeah. you're vibing yeah. you're vibing. Yeah. i was vibing for sure i might have even like been high i'm not sure that was also like around when i smoked weed for the first time because again i was like hanging out with i was 17 hanging out with older kids yeah. that were 21 and we're wow. in college and we're smoking weed so yeah. <laughs> sorry like <laughs> if you need to censor that um <laughs> yeah I was saying, Tim, edit that out i was saying I would say walking in a nice light drizzle while you're high listening to like a playlist yeah. is like top three. Top yeah. three. Oh my God. I'll That's say, nice I, I agree, but what's not cool about that experience, uh, as I've learned as i gotten older, is when you have glasses. And mm. it's just like a mist on your glasses. Yeah, it's not the way. I just way. got glasses and this is a new problem for me because especially wearing face masks, like you can't wear because they just fog up yeah i got tips i got tips if you want if you want some tips on the face mask and the glasses stuff i got some tips i do i do i mean i don't need to this is boring i don't need to wear my glasses all the time but (laughs) no don't go into your tips you want you want want a tip yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I got, really, no. Let's spend the next 10 minutes talking about your tips for no, sure no no i'm sensing some sarcasm here Hey Dylan, hey Dylan, let me tell you something. You you know what's not boring and a great time? The next song. Oh yeah. When I was little, my father was famous. He was the greatest summer. Yeah. And he was the show. But if you know, you know though. I mean I know. He was infected by devils. If not all of you. My father would come home. He'd forget about the killings. He wasn't scared of the shirt of him. Then, one of his ninjas. <laughs> yeah, it's Sometimes, 
got a fast and fast. You niggas don't know where this shit started. Y'all know where it came from. I'm saying we're gonna take y'all back to the source, the knowledge. Yeah. When the MCs came, tell them about the name. I mean, obviously, a fucking timeless classic, but yeah, that, I hate to say that a lot of these songs, well, not a lot of them, some of them, at at least in the case of this song, it was an ex-boyfriend that showed me that Jizza record, and that was like, and I just got like super into Wu-Tang a little bit late in college, but... But that album fucking blew me away again, front to back. It was like Dr. Octagon and yeah. Liquid Swords, just like crazy. Dude, have you nonstop? I, what's the Dr. Octagon album? Is it like, is it, is it called Space People or something? Uh, or Dr. Earth, Octogynecologist. Dr. Octogynecologist. Dude, that yeah. album, that, that album is on, that's crazy. Yeah. It, so it is. And I really vacillated between like there were it was hard to put this playlist together. Like I would have liked to put a 20 song playlist together. Oh, yeah, sure. of course. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have a lot of guests who say that, but it's like, yeah. But yeah, so, but I always really strict. Yeah, I'm the one. I'm, I'm really the one. If you do, uh, yeah, if you do it, uh, well, I did. I put six songs on my playlist, even though Steve said four or five. I was like, I really, I'm sorry, but I can't cut it down more than this. I respect so. that. Honestly, respect it feels very like uh, panic and like punk of you. Yeah, so like go against authority. Of you too. Thank you. Yeah, you guys are the man. Yeah. In this podcast, we're the man. Establishment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all very establishment people for sure yeah definitely. um i was gonna say i think it's fine that you know or like that you got this song from like an ex-boyfriend because i know like well the relate well the relationship's over but at least you got like some you know this stuff out of it yeah yes was was it hard to listen to the song after you guys broke up oh no no because I mean, I broke up with him. Yeah, but you know what's actually really funny? Uh, I just remembered that um, this this ex and I'm still also close friends with this ex boyfriend who showed me this song. Um, but he also took me to see my now husband perform. What, and he, so, like, he turned me on to my now husband. Damn. Uh, That's crazy. And we went to see yeah. him perform, and then, like, flash forward, I think, 10 years later, and and I, you know, met my now husband, and did you we invite, got together. Did you invite the ex to the wedding, though? I did. Wow. Oh. That's sick, yo. That, yeah. Your ex must have been like, hell yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, he didn't come, but it's not because I don't think it's because there was any lingering beef. It's because like one of his other best friends was getting married on the same day. Sure, but sure. Um, um, but yeah, but for years, like I mean, he came to to my husband's shows. Like if we were ever yeah. playing in his city, he would come to the show and stuff. Totally. Yeah. Was oh, the yeah. was the ex uh, a member of the Wu Tang Clan? <laughs> he was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. 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 It was. Uh, I, it was I just wanted to confirm. Before, <laughs> it was before, you got it. Before yeah, it was you, God. It was you, God. <laughs> okay, cool. I just wanted to confirm. I don't know why. I was trying to think of like the funniest Wu Tang member that I could have <laughs> yeah. said that it was. It was the Rebel INS. It was Inspector Deck. <laughs> <laughs> Who's actually one of my favorite members of the Wu Tang? I have to say. God bless your soul. God bless your soul. I, I, I mean, if like I mean, you were like, so, so, my ex introduced me to the song because he helped 
I think <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, that's I, right. I gotta say, if if your ex was old, dirty bastard, that'd be a lot better. No. <laughs> I mean, in theory, yes, but probably not for me. Oh yeah, uh, not in yeah. life. In theory, no. <laughs> in this joke, in this in this joke world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In this bit, we want to keep going. Um, I also have one more brief Wu Tang anecdote, which is that also because I got into them in college, I like you know was just like meeting people, and I went to this college party. I met this kid named Phil. We started chatting. Long story short, I was like, "There's a Wu Tang show in New York," and I went to college in Boston. I was like, there's a Wu-Tang show next week in, in New York City. Like, do you want to drive down? And he was like, sure. And I had just met him. And we ended up driving down on Valentine's Day. I broke up with my boyfriend via text message. Not the same one. Different wow. one. Which is really heinous. Like, one of the worst things I've ever done. Yeah, it's vicious. And, and then we like ended 19, up... you're 19. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was super young. But it was like, on Valentine's Day, broke up with him in the car with this dude I barely know. Borrowed my grandma's super hoopty. It was snowing. We ended up driving the wrong way. So basically we got to New York City, which is like a four hour drive, but I think we drove seven hours, missed wow. the whole show, got there just in time for like three songs and then turned around and just drove right back up to Boston. And was the, and feeling, was the feeling in the car like, this show was sick? <laughs> I... I think the feel like the thing is because I remained friends with Phil for years after. Phil is just one of the most mellow dudes ever. Just like yeah. not emotive at all. So it wasn't like he was like fuck. Like I'm pissed. We missed it. He was just like, well, guess we gotta turn back around. <laughs> that's that's a good. That, that's a good. I like yeah. that. That's a good yeah, quality yeah. person who's just like yeah, it, it is. Yeah. yeah, you can't always tell what he's thinking, but it might yeah. just be because he's not sweating anything yeah so yeah shout out my man phil Let's and shout out on. the next track he told me shout out the next track what is it oh i got this shem knows what it is maybe oh he already knows Oh, and the hook's about to drop. I can get funky with that. Yeah, yeah. I fuck with that. Yeah, that was tight. Do you guys know what song that is? No. no. Downtown to Skid Row. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I think it's called Skid Row. It's uh, it's from the Little Shop of Horrors soundtrack. Oh, nice. that's crazy. Little Shop of Horrors is one of those movies where I'm like, oh, I have to watch that. And it's oh my like God. held for like yeah. 10 years. And yeah. I just you have to watch it. it. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. It's so, it's like, I mean, obviously I chose it. It's, it's such an incredible show. I love the soundtrack. I love the show. The movie is amazing. Um, I mean, come on. You got that? Steve Martin plays. I know, but uh, like, there's a, re it's like, you have to watch it like this week. I believe, I believe I it's good. Tonight, yeah. tonight yeah. Dangerous Minds, Little Shop of Horrors. 
That's a fact. Horrors. There's multiple horrors. There's no end to the horrors. Um, Yeah, I picked that song. I was really, because I like, these are all sort of like a, you know, happening sequentially, all these songs on the timeline, starting from like me being young to going. And I was like, what song would I put that represents, I don't know, between college and now? Um, And I've been, I have gotten really into show tunes uh, Mm -hmm. in the last few years. And... (laughs) I mean, not just, not all show tunes, but, um, but my husband did show me that movie. Another fucking man showing yeah. me something. God man. damn it. Makes me sick. That all it makes girls me, it need makes to me want to fucking puke. Maybe. You know what? How do you think? We just gotta, we just gotta accept it. Women can't learn about music unless it's from a man. And that's you, just the way the think, world is. How do you think men feel having to show you guys everything? It's so annoying. <laughs> Oh man, um, I know. I have had women show me things over the years, but none of them made it to this playlist. <laughs> unfortunately, because they were women. I mean, yeah, exactly, exactly. No, I did. I did um, have uh, this senior girl when I was like going through my punk phase, freshman in high school. Like, she was like, "Do you listen to any girl punk?" And I was like, "No." And she and she was like, "I'm going to make you a playlist," and she did. And mm-hmm. it had like Bikini Kill and Lady right. Gray and Ani DeFranco, and that was awesome. So, yeah. shout out there, to her too. There's a there's a moment <laughs> where I was moment. where I was uh, like hosting and producing some comedy shows, and I would pay I would play like a lot of rap, and like for people's intro songs, I would play a lot of rap. And this group of girls, an all team like an all comedy team of girls, got up and they're like, "Can you play a rap song from a girl?" And I was like, "Yeah, for sure." And then I like started to go through my stuff, and I was like, "I don't think I can. Like, I don't know any." And that was like a big moment for me because I was like, "Holy shit, I don't listen to like any female rappers." And then I started to like explore that world a lot more. Oh my god, that's good. So yeah. glad for your journey, Dylan. I, I have no. I'm just saying. I I have I can't a story. Can't believe you didn't have any like little Kim. Missy I did Elliot. have I did have little Kim, yeah. but I didn't have like anyone that was making stuff today. Oh, I feel you. You know you're what I mean? Slagging. Yeah, you slagging. Yeah. Slagging. I hate to say that new Azalea Banks. Not new. I'm sorry. The first Azalea Banks record is actually so fucking good. Like, nah, it's super fire. Yeah, she's insane. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm gonna come clean. I've never gotten putting on to good shit from a dude. Usually, everything I got putting on to that's fire is from a woman. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I love that. I I, I, I showed you so many things, and now I'm rethinking. None of it. it. None of it was yeah. good. <laughs> it was you didn't like a single fucking thing that I've shown you. God, you showed me, this man was spinning a record from SpongeBob at the crib. While he was wilding. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Herb Albert. <laughs> Hold on, back to Emily though. Back to Emily though. It's That's Herb Albert, dude. Oh my oh, god. SpongeBob music. I yeah. love that. Crush. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was actually Dylan's top five. We made an episode with him. It was him. all SpongeBob we, songs. We had to trash it because it was all SpongeBob. Yeah. Number four was SpongeBob just had sound good effect. taste. What's that? <laughs> I said SpongeBob had good taste. Yeah. <laughs> the creator did. Sure. Shout out to shout out to Little Shop of Horrors because that's like my brother's favorite high movie. But he really? never he he always wants me to watch it with him. But then I'm never high, so he's like, "Yo, we can't watch it." And every you time don't I'm have like, to be high. 
<laughs> that's like I, I shit you not. That's his favorite God movie. God damn it! Yeah, so or just fucking w. bite the bullet, smoke some weed, <laughs> and watch the movie. Yeah. Um, Hang out with those twenty-one-year-olds Emily was chilling with when she was seventeen. <laughs> pick up some fucking dank-ass weed. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I was like, I was thinking about that, like smoking weed with them, and I remember them making fun of me because I started giggling so much. Anyway, classic high stuff. But um, but that's the best part. I don't understand I I mean, why people make fun of people yeah, for that. It doesn't happen anymore. I was also going to say about being high, <laughs> all the things that I edited myself <laughs> from saying earlier in the podcast, I'm just going to bring back now. Yeah, like I it. love like <laughs> listening and watching music when you're high is the most incredible thing. But That's I think fact. nothing, nothing like encapsulates the way that I am when I'm high more than like the time I, I went to see Drake a few years ago and he did that run at the garden because my friend works for him. So he brought me, we had great seats it was incredible. I smoked weed and I was just like, this is the fucking best yeah. thing that I've ever seen. <laughs> like I had a great view of the stage show, which was like awesome projections. And he had the car fl fly around and I was like, this is amazing. But then like, I, you know, I had to go to the bathroom and I was high and I was like, oh my God, how am I going to ask this person to move? And then I was like, I'll just jump over the chair. And then yes. I accidentally kicked this woman in the arm <laughs> And that was all because, like, I get uncoordinated when I'm high. I like get paranoid and anxious right, about talking right. to people. So then, also the lights come up, and I was like, "How am I going to extract myself from this situation without saying anything to anybody?" Yeah. I get you're like yeah. yeah when I'm high, you're like, when, I, when I'm high, I get paranoid and anxious and all that stuff. Sounds it never fun. feels good to like say to be honest about that to people when you are yeah. high it's oh, only right, like right. when you're not yeah. high that you're like oh yeah, yeah i was kind of freaking out yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry fun. i kicked you yeah during quarantine i was on a zoom high call where the plan was for us to like get high and like go on zoom together and it didn't work it wasn't it was not like a terrible idea yeah, i hate it that idea and i got i like the same as you said like really anxious so like i ducked out of the screen like i like literally like slid off my couch so I could no longer be visible <laughs> by the camera and then I like went to the kitchen and then I came back from behind my laptop and then I just like shut down my laptop screen because I was like I don't want to say goodbye like the thought yeah. of like trying to say goodbye yeah. or like formulating words to, totally. to tell people that I didn't want to be on the call anymore sounded like torture so I was like I'm just gonna shut my laptop screen and in, in in November, Steve and I were doing this thing where we would get high and then we would like put on these weird like home videos on like YouTube, put it on mute, and then just like put on an album as the soundtrack. Yeah, that, that shit like, was fun. It was like that someone was else's fire. home videos. Yeah, weird. that shit was. What yeah, do you search fire. for to find that? Okay, so all right, so there's a couple lies that I told here to make it easier. Uh, it was actually, it's actually on my Roku. There's, there's like a, there's like an app called like Giggle Zone, and it's free. And then we went into there, and it's like, these people are trying to be YouTube creators, and like they're doing like games and like hanging out with their kids, and like the episodes are long. And we just put that on mute and watch it, and it's like really I ain't gonna, wild. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I, I can't lie to y'all. Some days it don't be hitting though. Yeah. So <laughs> right. Like it's like different every day. So it's like some days they be doing shit that's corny and then some days it just be like, yo, this shit goes exactly with Animal Collective. And right, then some yeah. days <laughs> you play like Father John Misty and it's like, all right, this shit not messing with Father John Misty. But, but you know what we all messing with, guys? The next fucking track. Eight. I think that's the last track. That was six? Oh, I counted five. Wow, that was it six. Went fast. Yeah, that did go fast. 
All right, Emily. Wait, I have to tell one more anecdote about Little Shop of Horrors. I'm sorry. Please. Okay. Do, please do. Please do. Please do. Okay. Um, one of my best memories of last year, obviously before the pandemic, is that Little Shop of Horrors was off Broadway and they had a lottery, a ticket lottery. And what you had to do was you had to show up in person to the theater. You wrote your name on a slip of paper. You put it in a fishbowl. And then you have to wait for like a half hour or an hour maybe and um, then the woman comes out with the fishbowl and she pulls names. And what you do is you write down if you want one or two tickets and then there are $20 tickets if you win. So I went with my friend, Marsha, and we didn't win. We, you know, we waited for an hour, didn't win, whatever. I was like, that's fine, you know, went home. And then the next day I was sitting at my house and I was like, should I go back? And I was like, that's crazy. And then I was like, I think I'm gonna win if I go back. If I go back today, I'm gonna win. And I texted Marsha, she couldn't come, nobody could come, but I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to win, so I'm going to go. So I went, and there was another dude, single dude there, and, you know, was looking for somebody to do the thing where he's like, if I write down two tickets, like, I'll bring you if I win, and you write it down, you bring me if you win, and I fucking won. And so me and this dude got front row seats to see Little Shop of Horrors. Wow. And um, it was, uh, God, it was the dude that played King George in Hamilton, who was Seymour, which is... Uh. Uh, Jonathan Groff? Yes. I love Jonathan Groff. Yes. So it was starring him. So yeah, it was amazing. Like I won tickets. I was front row with this stranger. Didn't matter. But it was really amazing to see my favorite show. Yeah, that's awesome. That's fine. Honestly, I love that you just like, you were like, oh, I'm going to win. And then you won. What? Yeah. It's so weird. I I really was like sitting at home. I was like, am I going to go to fucking Midtown alone right now? And I was like... (laughs) Like, I'm gonna yeah. win. Sometimes you gotta do that shit. Yeah, yeah if crazy. you have the feeling. Sometimes you just know. Yeah, yeah I just fact. knew. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. This is the time of the show, Emily, where we, mm-hmm. me and Dylan, create a song for you. Yeah. Yay. I, I pre-recorded the beatbox. <laughs> That's fine. Should I not say that? I had to because we're, we're uh, in separate places today. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. We recorded in person. Yeah, we, we don't do want like person. an off sync, like, you got it, you got it. yeah, exactly. You've killed the magic, but no, oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, I didn't, that's a, that's that was the joke. voice of God. I didn't that was know. The <laughs> Hit me with the beat show. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, I spin the records, I got a lot of wisdom. No doubt you don't want tragic in your kingdom. In a punk band and we got spark. And we stole out the pony and ass Barry Park. Yes, man, I'm going hard, going hard. Yeah, I got the liquid swords like Young Jizza, Young Rizza. And you know I am such a killer. And I do it well when I'm playing the face. And I'm coming from Montclair, straight in your face. Got the leather jacket. No, it's not a hobby. Yeah, I'm in the air like someone through the lobby. It's Emily Panic. You don't understand it. I'm winning, man. I'm never empty-handed. Ask my papa. I'm coolest daughter. On Skid Row to the Little Shop of Horrors. And we out. Uh, That's so good. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you, you feel me? You feel me? You feel me? Even Steve. though Dylan ruled the magic. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's I still like... magic. It's still magic. The, it's the still free, a great beatbox. The freestyle wasn't pre-recorded. Nah, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> that would have been incredible. Yeah, that <laughs> was. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> like, how did you know? How did I you know? Shock before. <laughs> exactly. Um, Steve, I want you to know that when I was I was like telling my husband about this podcast and I was explaining to I was like telling him about how you were going to beatbox or not beatbox about how you were going to freestyle. And I was like, no, but Steve is actually really good. Like because obviously a lot of people are really corny um, at freestyling, frankly. OK, I think we can we can admit that here. <coughs> but I was like, no, but Steve is actually really good at it. I've seen you do it a bunch. And it was great. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. A ton. Thank you so much. That's dope. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell what yeah, did you yeah. tell him about my beatboxing? <laughs> you know, it didn't yeah. come up. Yeah, didn't wait, come up. wait, uh, Emily, so wait weird. until you hear my freestyle rapping. <laughs> okay, let's go. Drop the beat. Jen, drop the beat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. I, I can't. <laughs> uh, but sadly, our show has to come to an end. Uh, Emily, before you leave, is there anything you want to plug? Do you want to tell our lovely listeners where they could find you? Any upcoming projects? Things of that nature? Well, they could find me out in these streets. Hell <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at a pretty big mouth. And I have two podcasts. One of them is Ghosts to Show You, where me and my friend get drunk and do paranormal investigations. It's really fun. And the other one is a movie podcast where me and my husband watch movies, show each other our favorite movies that the other hasn't seen, and we talk over them. But then I also edit it down so it's not just like a two and a half hour podcast. So uh, they're both great. You can find them. If you find me online, sure. you'll, you'll find them. You know, that's it. Sweet. But this, this was so fun. Your podcast is great. I enjoyed this a lot. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. So thank much you so much for taking your time and doing this. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for doing this. Of course. This is great. Yeah. You're such a great guest. Oh, oh yeah. thank you. Stop. Uh, and you did it in Come Europe on. time, too. <laughs> I know. So I'm not joking. That. I was wow. in bed and you sent the link and I was like, hold on a second. Um, what time? Is it like 11? It's 1217. Gotcha. Yeah. So now I'm going to go to bed for real, real. Yeah, you said yeah, yeah. a pretty big mouth? A pretty big mouth. All right. Yeah. I'm going. Smash that Sweet. follow. Smash, Smash that follow. Thank you once again, and we are out. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you, Emily. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Yeah, she's great. Thanks, Shem.